Welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. I'm Gus. I'm Brandon. I'm Becca. I'm Blaine. I'm Gus. <laughs> I still feel like I get fucked up by this 5 p.m. start time. I still feel like I should have more time to like read or get ready. It's like I, 5, 5 p.m. sneaks up on you. Yeah, you usually have to rush from whatever else you're doing. And you're just like, all right, I got a good podcast or node. Got to look over all my shit. Are you okay? You need a little time? No, I'm okay. I'm okay. I got uh, I got some some stuff if we ever need to go to it. I never I, I try to put a, I, I put together I a collection of like stories and Did you? stuff. I always do. Just I in case. I, but I'm, I'm, I'm worried because normally whenever Brandon's on the podcast, all day long before the podcast, you send me all the shit you want to talk about. And I always say, don't send it to me. Don't yeah. send it to me. But it helps if somebody else has seen it. And it's not just me trying to just explain everything. Like you can relate to it. Well, that's part of thing. the fun is the explanation. That way the people who are watching who don't know, they get the explanation too. All right. I got one then okay. that I haven't told you. There's nothing more I'm excited about in life right now than the Juggalo March on Washington. Have you guys seen that? Yeah. No. I mean, it's actually a pretty big civil rights thing that people should support theoretically I don't even know though that. it's silly well do you know who the insane clown posse is real fast never heard of them I, I talked about sorry I talked about getting off off track because of the 5 p.m. start time I forgot to say who the episode's brought to you by I'm sorry oh. no bad. that's not your fault it's my fault so this episode of the received podcast is brought to you by, by the insane clown posse <laughs> <laughs> boomerang five four and me undies thank you for sponsoring this episode of the podcast I love you guys sorry sorry it came like 30 <clears throat> seconds late all right Juggalo March. Do you know who the Insane, insane Clown Posse's are? Yes. Well, they have Posses. a huge following, Posse. They have a huge following, and I think a couple years ago, there was news that the FBI labeled them, I don't know if it was a terrorist organization. A gang. A gang organization. Yeah. And so, you know, that kind of helped with, everybody likes, every group likes a good, we're victimized narrative. Mm -hmm. So they kind of went with that, and everybody feels like, or the Juggalos have to feel like they have to come together. So I guess... I don't know, a year ago, they scheduled a march on Washington. But in that time, people have just completely forgot and just like don't care about this issue at all. <laughs> so they're going to be on Washington marching on one side of the mall. And then there's a alt-right rally oh, on the other side. Shit. So they're going to be like circling around one another. And I just, you know, I hope they're going to have their painted faces. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, is there like I would imagine a there dude on the alt-right side who's got like the Juggalo face paint on? Yeah, like half, like <laughs> uh, Confederate flag on one side and like juggalo Clown. face on another. I'm sure there'll be some overlap, but I mean, you can't say that that group would support one side over another. Well, the thing about the... the There's always going to be overlap with any group and any other group. With the juggalos, though, like the fact that they've been marked as a gang, any of those guys that for whatever reason fucking love that band and might have had a tattoo from like high school... They are like losing jobs and, you know, like potentially losing like custody of children in divorce really? cases. Jesus Christ. Yeah, because it's like, oh, you're associated with a gang. You have a insane clown posse tattoo. Then, no, you're not going to get your kid back. Has here. it happened? Yeah. They're like people have lost jobs and like it's, it's negatively affecting them because they're labeled as a gang. Even though like not every ICP fan is actually like, you know, partakes in violence or, or gang activities. No, that's fucked up. Yeah, they should march. Yeah, I want to go. I'm gonna watch. Are you going? I want to go. Get you should go. Up. I've never given a shit me? about them, but you, I mean, it is a. You should go and film it. Yeah, I'll absolutely it's, go. Uh, Saturday, September 16th. Yeah, that makes complete sense. No, I can see them going and marching. XRT Doc, yeah. Brandon the Juggalo. I'll do it. I think. Uh, make sure you make sure you get some of that Fago while you're mm -hmm. there. Oh yeah, they love Fago. They've probably made like millions of dollars on that. I, I think my my favorite Juggalo story. What's the concert they have every year? The Gathering? The Gathering, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's a big a big concert where they, I guess, invite a bunch of independent music acts. 
And I think this is true. I remember seeing the story, but maybe it was made up. Tila Tequila was performing for some reason. What was she performing? What did she perform? I don't know. Blog? I do not know why she was. Well, she made a music album. A music, you never a music heard album. Musician? Not a comedy album. Yeah, not a comedy album. Yeah. Uh, anyone not a MySpace can be a musician album. these days. But isn't Tila Tequila? She was. She was like the famous MySpace. on MySpace. Okay, right? all right. And then she and made an album. Like a Nazi. Apparently. The music's yeah. yeah. Oh, well, right. she was crazy, and now she was. Now she's a Nazi. <laughs> but yeah, her music's still really is. crazy. Yeah. It's like one of the lyrics are, "I'm not gonna fuck your man. He's my number one fan, but I might fuck him." <laughs> it's crazy. So anyway, my mind. Yeah. She was performing at the Juggalo uh, concert, and there were reports that somebody threw human feces at her. <laughs> nice. Okay. <laughs> Which, no matter what you think about her music, Nobody, it's not cool. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I think it depends if they're going to get their fans amped up, or they're going to try to be like, hey, try to be a little bit more polished. It would behoove but them But it's be. going to be, I so, can't imagine, it's not going to be Awesome. Patrick uh, le just let me know that in 2015, Insane Clown Posse won an appeal to remove their juggalo fan base from the FBI's list of organized gangs. Good for them. Yeah, good for them. Yeah. I don't have anything. Well, I mean, it it would behoove them to go and have a peaceful protest because if they're trying to like, no, 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 we're not a gang, then they shouldn't be like mm -hmm. wrecking shit. Is there a, a juggalo registry? Like, how does the FBI <laughs> cross-reference the Juggalo profile here? Like, is it like when you move into a neighborhood, you have to let everyone know that you're a Juggalo? <laughs> like, you're, you're knocking door to door? What? Uh, I'm sure it's like search terms. If you post it on Facebook, you know, their their organizations are constantly combing through that stuff mm -hmm. and, like, marking it. Like, their catalogs that just show you, you know, like, they, they, they know everything. Because, like, we volunteer so much information to the government, right? Mm -hmm. Because we have the choice. Do, like, think about... <laughs> yeah, like all the things that you post on Facebook, like all of likes. your opinions, all your Twitter, like your search history, even who you follow. Because a lot of that's public. Yeah, who you follow. Like we volunteer so much information about who we are. So you got to throw some crazy stuff in there. Yeah, like follow Tila Tequila. I yeah. used to follow her. Did you? Yeah, because she used to just she used to just be crazy, and then she became like crazy racist. Now she's a Nazi. Yeah, before she was like so space at her. brain. Insane. She had that reality show, remember? It was like a dating show. Did I think she? it was like a bisexual oh, yeah. dating show. It was on like MTV2 had... or something. No, it was on MTV. It was a yeah. big show. Prime MTV? Where she had yeah. male and female contestants. So okay. I think it was the first show that I ever A Shot at Love that. with yeah, Tila Tequila. There you go. Thanks. Yeah. That's wow. a you cool guys concept. You know a lot about this. It came on a time where I watched a lot of MTV. Hmm. I was young. Shot at Love, uh, October 2007. Do they still do like all of the offshoot? <laughs> I was in college. So, like, there's no FX is FXX. Do they still do like ESPN two, ESPN three? Yeah, I think, so. I think they're up to like twenty seven ESPNs. So. <laughs> that's <laughs> awful. I mean, we do multiple YouTube channels. How's that any different? Uh, that's true. It just it seems different with cable, but yeah, that makes actually yeah. perfect sense. Like Nickelodeon I mean, has diversified a ton. They have like six different channels under their umbrella. Do they? Mm -hmm. There's like Teen Nick, Throwback Nick, Nick at Night, Nick at Night, Nick uh, Gas, Nick like Jr. Game show. Hmm? The Game Show Network. Game oh, Nick Gas. I didn't even know that one. Yeah. If you're an avid Legends of the Hidden Temple fan. Oh, well, it's just like, you know, the bandwidth those channels become so much cheaper, you know, over time. And then cable companies are constantly looking for shit they can bundle and sell you. We always get, like, people uh, wanting to work with Rooster Teeth and they'll be like, hey, like, we've got this big thing coming out. If you want to do a collaboration with us, like, what are some ideas that you might have? And we call those RFPs, re uh, Request for Pitches or something? Proposal. Proposal. <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> nine times out of ten, I'm always pitching something that has to do with, like, a Legends of the Hidden Temple-like <laughs> quest, where it's like, well, we go up to an obstacle course, right? <laughs> I always want to do that.
Yeah, it's just fun. Yeah, get those shirts. The shirts are really cool. Mm. I, I will say, just to clarify, I'm not trying to shit on the uh, juggalos, like the people who follow the insane clown. Class. It didn't come across like that. Okay, it didn't. No. Oh, I just wanted to make sure I wasn't trying to judge and say anything bad. I get it. I think it's a lot of young kids who have a lot of anger and teen angst. I don't think and they're teenagers. I don't think the juggalos are teenagers. Yeah, I think, well, I think that's like, where they start. I think they're like late twenties. Yeah. Yeah, but if you go into like a march or a gathering of the juggalos, you're not a teenager. Well, your mom can take you. <laughs> She's in clown makeup as well. Your mom takes you to like you know <laughs> conventions. She'll take you to the juggalo. Does the juggalo concert. have their mom drop them off like two or three blocks away? Yeah. Like you don't want to be seen. <laughs> like oh mom, go away. <laughs> yeah, or the mom tries too hard and she shows up in the clown <laughs> face paint too, trying to connect. No, I th- I'm with Becca. I think they're they're older. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, I don't think they're teenagers. Um, so I'm sure one thing that everyone is curious to talk about is of course uh, this hurricane that what? hit over the weekend. Yeah, I felt crazy. like. It's it's really crazy. Everything that's going on in Houston's terrible. But I felt like people in Austin had a super freak out at the end of last week. Like mm-hmm. unjustly were, so, I think. Yeah, there were runs on water. Like you couldn't buy water anywhere at any grocery store. There were lines to fill up with gasoline. Really? And- I, I, I missed all this. I just got back into the country on Saturday. Oh, yeah, you're we, we went yeah. to get a bunch of gallons of water, like just in case. I mean, it's the thing with the weather is yeah. Our weather, we fuck. We don't know anything about weather. We think we do, but there's so much stuff you can't predict. And think about all the people in history who were fucked. They didn't know they were gonna get yeah. fucked. But you I know, mean, just, like you think about like rain in Austin, right? And yeah. that, that was like worst case scenario for Austin was a lot of rain. Like right, mm, we we get a lot of rain. We've had flooding in the past. I think of all the floods I've been through in Austin. You know, I've lived here for a long time now. I've never once had my water go out. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it does. Get, it could <laughs> yeah. get tainted. Yeah, but that's always like it seems like that's like the outskirts uh, yeah. of Austin where that happens. Is yeah. it like Seventh and Lamar that always floods whenever yeah, we yeah. Phil Creek down there? Did yeah. it actually? No, I drove down. I there. saw some really? pictures of yeah. like they had sandbags this year. I oh, think so they, they're prepping. They, yeah, because was it last year that they got really ago. fucked up? Was that the, there was Memorial, the Memorial Day, Day flood? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like Seven Eleven was just like, and that Goodwill got totally destroyed. Yeah, I think part of it was the stuff that people were putting out, and it wasn't just like news channels looking to hype people. Like the Weather Channel was that this is. One of the worst storms we've ever seen. So I guess it's just trying not to use past experiences, you know, to think what it's going to be like and just try to be safe because, you know, I mean, we have to learn our lessons and not just Hurricane Katrina, which no one could have predicted the levees, you know, crashing, but even yeah. Hurricane Rita, where it was just a lot of rain and wind people were in those situations because there's so much stuff you can't predict. You know, they didn't have water or they were stuck somewhere. They had to be rescued. So it's just an issue of you as powerful and as far as we come in terms of technology, we still can't do shit and don't know shit about Mother Nature and the weather. Yeah, and I think uh, the latest figure they said was that Harvey had dumped 11 trillion gallons of water on Texas. They said the equivalent would be if you covered South Carolina in water 10 inches deep. Wow. That's insane. Wow. And to be clear, like Austin's pretty much fine. A lot I saw a lot of tweets that are people like, God, I hope everybody in, in Austin is safe. Like, we're fine. Yeah. Houston is yeah. It's it's Atlantis right now. The, the last I heard was the storm's gonna go back to the Gulf, pick up more water, and I don't know if it's gonna get stronger and pass through Houston again. So no. it's yeah. it's really not gonna get much much better. Well, because right now, from what I heard, is they're like, if you're in that area, you can't get out because the roads are closed. And then they're also not letting people in unless like, oh, which is fucking awesome. The These guys called the Cajun Navy, dudes from Louisiana yeah. with boats. There were guys that organized during Katrina. They came out to Texas and they're helping people. It's our own I, Dunkirk. Yeah, I saw maybe 
the dumbest post ever on the Austin subreddit the other day. I know. Oh, wow. Maybe it was yesterday or the day before. Someone was like, I want to go down to Houston to help the people out. Does anyone have a boat I can borrow? Oh, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> oh, fucking idiot. It's just like, I want attention. That's what that post is. Yeah, I just want like, attention. Tell me how great a person I am. Like, you're probably going to get in the way and yeah. you might divert resources from some, someone else that needs that. Like, yeah. That so. person would ultimately not know how to handle the boat, get ho- hooked on something or whatever, and then they would be someone that needs to get help right. saved. Totally. Yeah. Stupid asshole. And not to dismiss the fact that he wanted help. There are other ways to help. Red Cross. One way to help. What a segue. What a segue. One way to help is to donate to the Red Cross. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can uh, visit redcross.org or text 90999 to donate 10 bucks. They're not a sponsor or anything. I don't know why they would be a sponsor. Just letting you know if you... Uh, Want to help out to the people affected do it right now. in Harvey by Harvey in Houston? You could do that, and there's an easy way to do it. Uh, or send my mom a hundred dollars. Oh yeah, Brand's parents. You're yeah, my parents, all my friends. They stayed. Yeah, I mean, they told, and the, the Houston mayor is being criticized for not trying to evacuate the city, and that's a really easy position to take. And maybe information's changed. This is a really controversial issue, but I guess just I understand what he's saying. You cannot safely or adequately evacuate a metroplex of, I don't know how many people are in the metro of Third Houston, largest city like in the world. Five million or that six million. Right. And yeah. I think the city limits is maybe four because the same thing's going to happen that happened with Rita is that the highways are just going to be completely clogged. They're more, not going to go anywhere. More people died on the road evacuating from Rita than died yeah. from the storm. Yeah, no, I mean, and it makes it makes sense. And the, the harder thing is you look at the numbers and you look at there are people who have to be rescued. Hopefully there's not a lot of people who've lost their lives, but with respect to all the other people in Houston, the idea that people should just stay in their houses as long as they're not in danger, in terms of the numbers, it works. The strategy plays out. It's just hard because when you look on the news and you see somebody having to be rescued, emotionally, you're like, well, why didn't everybody evacuate? Mm -hmm. But, you know, people are in their homes and they might be flooded. The homes might be flooded. But for the most part, with respect to those six million people... Mm people are okay but as the rain keeps coming reservoirs are filling up bayous are already filled it's just gonna get worse you know and um the other facet sorry if i'm talking too much (laughs) i'll shut up once it is you don't want to diminish the human diminish the human factor there is another thing the economic factor that this is one of the biggest commercial cities in the country with energy and you not only have uh, on a lot of our industries all these closed the business is closed, but refineries as well, which not only a big part of Texas, but a big part of the country and a lot of the stuff they're exporting outside of the country as well. So not saying one's more important than the other, but this is a huge, huge issue. Yeah, I mean, uh, the the airports, both airports in Houston are closed. I think Intercontinental is closed until Thursday. Uh, I took a screenshot. I shared it with yeah, you earlier yeah. today of like all the air traffic in Texas and you see all these planes in Dallas All these planes in Austin and then like nothing over Houston except that which, one plane Which is probably like the weather channel. Uh, yeah, it was like a little Cessna <laughs> or something for someone I, I, uh, I read somewhere that Southwest was flying uh, Victims out for free. Yeah, they were stuck at I, um, hobby. I don't know like I sent Brandon a photo earlier I don't know how they flew because I saw photos of the hobby runways underwater weird Jeez. maybe they had Hydroplane, not hydroplane. Damn it, that's a seaplane. 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 (laughs) Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like that photo I sent to Brandon earlier. It looks like it would be just see if I can like a a flooded street somewhere, but it's the actual uh, runway, and you can see like the little marker indicating which runway it is. 
It looks like a lake. So, just Becca, you were out, so you didn't. But did you guys do any sort of like doomsday prep when the storm was coming? I made sure my internet was on the battery backup. That was that was it. That was the, oh, there it is. There's the the that's the Houston Hobby runway, and that's a fucking like eight foot tall stop sign, probably. Yeah, you can see that little 422 sign for like when you're taxiing yeah. on the runway. Jeez. And the highways do the same thing. There's like a 20 lane highway, and it's just completely underwater. Jesus. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I I wasn't in, in Austin. Like I said, I wasn't worried. We're so far from the coast, and sure. we had we've had burst rain and flooding before, so I knew where I was was fine. Because uh, back when the flooding happened in 2015, uh, I lost power for like 27 hours. I know it's nothing like <laughs> what you've experienced. But uh, after when they brought my power back up, they like cut all of the trees in my neighborhood along the power lines. And then they reran all new power lines. Right. So ever since then, I've never lost power at all. So I knew I would most likely be fine. Yeah, yeah and we're lucky because we have the lakes. I mean, we have two giant dams that they try to empty all the water into that just let out water into the lakes and the river. So it's, you know, we're lucky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just tough. It's tough to constantly remember that and be thankful for what you never think about you have until you obviously see people or unfortunately if, if it happens to you The things that you don't this weekend. I didn't step outside like at all I was just like it's raining out. I'm gonna stay in play video games and write. That's all I'm gonna do And it was pretty great, but Sunday's my pizza day mm. So I was gonna have to go out and I unfortunately live very close to a via 313 so I always interchange between home slice and V three one three. So I, I ordered my pizza. I was gonna walk to Via to go get it, and I hadn't been out probably in like thirty six hours outside of the apartment complex. The first step I took out, eight inch puddle of water, just like immediately dunked my foot into <laughs> it, and I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> Convince them to put your foot in the pizza oven when you get there. Dry it <laughs> yeah, off real fast. It's really wet. So no, it, it was it was amazing because there was no traffic in Austin all week because I guess people did what you did they just stayed inside yeah so yeah. it was it was great getting around I know and I and I have a Jeep so I'm just like ah four wheel drive I have a Prius <laughs> <laughs> fine it's no problem at all yeah it was it was amazing I, and I had like family calling me like oh are you okay is everything fine I was like it's fine it's totally fine I saw one down tree branch and that was it yeah, yeah we live on top of a hill. So if we are flooded, then the entire city is just, oh, I'm on like the top floor of my apartment complex, so I'll be fine. I was actually thinking about like whose house I would raid if the world ended. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting because I go to my house and I see like five jugs of water and I'm like, yeah, obviously didn't need it here. But why shouldn't I should just have this all the time, yeah. you yeah. know, and we're hopefully getting a house soon and I'm not going to build a bunker, but it'd be nice to have, you know, just these not, not doomsday. <laughs> But I guess shit you don't foresee. Ah, oh, man, I do want a bunker now. You know when the when uh, did, okay. I, I say, did I ever tell you about the the house I looked at that had uh, three bomb shelters on it? No. no. Whoa. It's like it's pretty central Austin, but uh, I looked at it like eight years ago, and I was turning at the house and. It was, it was an okay house. Then I saw like a hatch in the yard. And I was like, what's that? A hatch? That's awesome. Yeah. And the realtor's like, oh, there's a, a bomb shelter there. It's like, oh, that's weird. Then we walked into the backyard. Now there was another one. I was like, what's that? Like, oh. And then she looks at the list. She's like, there's three of them. Uh, uh, so on are this they property. like technically full blown bomb shelters or were they like tornado shelters? Like The realtor didn't have a key to get into them. So oh. I couldn't see them. So I don't know what it was. But it was three different hatches that supposedly led to three different shelters that were not connected to each so other. That's fucking insane because people in Texas don't really get tornado shelters because our it's so fucking hard to yeah, yeah it's because our grass yeah. what is it ground rock ground rock yeah like the or bedrock, bedrock or whatever it yeah. is it's so fucking hard to drill into that's why it's a pain in the ass to get a pool in texas so like this guy built three yeah mm-hmm. was when was insane. it built 
I don't remember. I, I looked at that house like eight or nine years ago, so it's it's been a while. Maybe interesting, like to just track what was going on in the world when Probably they built the it. Probably the fifties, if I had to yeah. guess. Yeah, but, yeah. Maybe. Growing up, my best friend's house, they had a, a tornado shelter with like you know the French door metal hatch, mm. and we just always wanted to play down there. Like it was, it was so novel and did cool. Did you play tornado? Like did yeah. you ever pretend like there was we a tornado play, like, outside? Ouija board down there and just uh, that's, that's cool. Scary. Yeah, that's yeah, like no, really that's, fun childhood memory. Yeah. That's insanely scary. Did anyone like fuck with you guys and get on the other side of those two hatches and start banging them together? <laughs> no, no, that would have sucked though because I think to be haunted, lo- you could yes. lock it from the inside or outside. Oh, okay. And so if someone had closed it and locked us, then we would have been. Screwed. It's like the beginning of a horror movie. Yeah. We did a, we, my grandpa had a storm shelter because he lived in Oklahoma and that's like right in the tornado valley, whatever. And, uh, tornado valley? <laughs> tornado belt. What do they call it? Tornado, tornado alley? alley? Tornado alley. Fuck. <laughs> um, but yeah, I had like a tornado pass when I was visiting him once and we were like all down there and it passed like probably a kilometer away from his house and we're all just down there and just like, <laughs> it's pretty spooky. It's yeah. Pretty that, 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 I, I would be unnerved by tornadoes because I feel like you don't have very much time to get ready for them. Yeah. And like you said, we don't have like tornado shelters in here. Like, I don't know where I'd go or what I'd do. Yeah, I've thought about it. Like my house doesn't have a lot of interior rooms. Like basically everything is mm-hmm. against the outside wall, except one tiny little half bathroom. I see bathtubs too. Yeah. It's but this is a half than... bath. And like my, my, all my showers have windows, mm-hmm. like pretty big windows. Fuck. Yeah. So, master bathrooms usually yeah. have windows in I'm, there. I'm the same way as you. I've got one half bath. That like yeah. I could go to, and then on the Memorial Day, uh, storm two years ago, that's I had to go in there. Really, I just, yeah. I just get in my dryer. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I mean that's the scary thing about the people staying in their houses. Like there was a tornado warning at my mom's house, and then they had some wind damage. You say tornado, everybody imagines you know Wizard of Oz, but yeah. it was what you would call a slight tornado. Um, a slight tornado. I, I don't. It's. It's. it's like, I don't know. I don't know where the right word is. It's not. You know. It's not cows like spinning up in the air. <laughs> sure. But um, just like a mile away, you know, and um, it doesn't take much, you know, to damage your house or. Did y'all see that tornado that formed around Cypress, Texas, Mm-mm. in Mm-mm. the wake of the hurricane? I saw a picture of it. It was taken out on the horizon, and it like filled the frame of the photo. It was oh. enormous. It was like, God, not only hurricanes, not only flooding. Tornadoes. Tornadoes, too. Let's just throw an earthquake in there. Just get them all. Get them all out of the way. (laughs) Tornadoes are fucked. Because when I was in high school, I used to do journalism, and we went and covered a tornado that had happened, I think, on the border of Oklahoma and Texas. And, man, it, like, just decimated this lady's house. It was just fucking gone. Like, that is... Nature is so scary. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. down yeah. to the foundation. Yeah. Like that kind of stuff. It was just like ripped. But then she was like walking around. She's like, oh, I found my China. You know, just like weird mm-hmm. shit like that where it's like you can't predict. You ever it. see the video? It's maybe a couple years ago. Uh, Might have been when like the tornadoes were at Joplin, Missouri. There's like a news crew filming a family outside of their house. And it was like you described like the house is leveled and they're like upset and they're looking at all this stuff. And then like all of a sudden their cat walks up. Like, I think it was a dog. It was like an old lady and her dog. Well, no, the one I saw was cat. Oh, they're like the cat's been missing since the tornado, like for four days. Yeah, <laughs> it just like walks up, like nothing happened. Typical cat. <laughs> the, I've seen the I one with back. the dog, where it's like a really dramatic reuniting. Yeah, and the old like lady. they pick up a piece of debris, and the dog's just there, like, hey. What oh are you? god, I love that <laughs> yeah. shit. Oh, did you see the photo of the dog in one of the? It was like a small South Texas town. He uh, got out of his yard and he was just running through the street and he had his bag of food in I his saw mouth. That. <laughs> yeah. It was so awesome. But apparently rashes. he made it back to his family. So he's yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's like, it's like total homeward bound stuff. Yeah. He's like, but he gotta... was prepping, like you said. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to need this. Yeah. Probably soon. Pressure's would... changing. Gotta go. <laughs> I would love to be in the local newsrooms when they talk about how there's an, you know, some kind of bad weather coming. 
and the awkwardness when everybody is wondering what poor reporter is going to get sent out into the middle of that cyclone. Because, like, they're always, like, so close. They fight for it, Patrick. I was going to really? say, I feel like I would shine, want to yeah. do that. That yeah. sounds like Patrick, pretty badass. Patrick, he, uh, for those of you who don't know, he worked in local news, local broadcast news for, you know, a good amount of time. So they, they're always, I guess, because they'll get the attention. And is it because they can get on national news? Nat, they can get on national and it's good on their resume. That's a, yeah. Yeah. I, I would fight to go do it because okay, that's next awesome. natural disaster. We're sending Blaine. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's do it. it. Yeah, yeah. What I thought was kind of fun about this was this was the first like enormous phenomenon where we had a lot of live streaming services available. Mm. So I was following along with all this on Periscope and like this guy's broadcast went down and he never came back for the night. I was like, oh, what happened? Shit. Is he dead? But he didn't. I don't think he died. I haven't checked. But, <laughs> but it was just yeah. kind of cool to see it happening in real time. Yeah. You know, that's another interesting aspect of, um, I don't know, what, what do you call it if you're like stocking up on stuff in preparation for doomsday prep? Pre doomsday mm -hmm. prep. Yeah. Making like getting all of the USB chargers that you can find, making sure they're charged. And mm -hmm. even like, you know, with those like big batteries that where you can plug stuff into. Just because, I mean, if you lose your phone, you lose your access to all of the information of what's going on around. Like, I imagine that's must be so much scarier. Mm -hmm. So on the table, we just like stacked our little USB power thing. Well, and that's the thing that's I read this big thread and I was like, God, it's, it makes so much fucking sense. They were like, don't use this hashtag. OK, so hashtags are like the greatest and the worst thing ever. They're the greatest thing ever because it unites people. If they're looking for one common subject to follow, they use a hashtag. But then if there's some dumbass, it's like. Oh, I wonder how things are with hashtag Hurricane Harvey. Like people are using that hashtag as a, as a news source, like people in Houston. So whenever you're filling that shit up with like, oh, prayers for the victims of Hurricane mm -hmm. Harvey, you're just adding to that noise. And it's like you're taking away like the the ability to access that useful information in a quick manner. Because mm -hmm. like that they're they don't have TV and their radios. I don't know if they're using their radio or not, but like they have to use the cell phones and the hashtags. So when people are filling it up, so basically moral of the story is don't use a hashtag for prayers and stuff like that like you can say that but just don't hashtag it because you're cluttering up the whole news yeah. process so you sort by top instead of new yeah it's rid of the dum-dums yeah I get it. yeah okay maybe we're missing some kind of way to better communicate and keep people informed like i think right now you just go on twitter and find the weather channel find your local paper but you're right like there's you can clutter stuff up so much but if there was an official channel this is boring. I'm not bringing this up. I, I, th I thought you were leading this. to something like you were going to. No, I, well, like what I would suggest is finding a way like we have alerts or we have the emergency broadcast system yeah. with radio and television to find an equivalent with phones and cell phones. That's not something unofficial like, oh, just go follow this Twitter account. Like mm. the closest thing we have are those those like little alerts that go to your phone. Uh, I think for bad weather and uh, God, when kids get kidnapped, I, I turn, turn those, those off. off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, kid. You got to yeah. figure out your own problems. We all we all got issues. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, Maybe Twitter that's stories, something that they could look into. Twitter stories have kind of been doing that. Like I was following mm. a story for Hurricane Harvey. And it was curated. Like so they would take the best and most relevant tweets mm -hmm. and add them. It was just, you know, probably 25 tweets that encompassed what had happened at that point yeah. and they're keeping it updated and would get notified when there were new things posted to it instead of just following the, the hashtag it's a curated hashtag yeah it's interesting i've never used that feature before it's pretty cool what, I, I don't moments? use it as often uh, twitter stories or what are, moments is that what they're called there you go, moments. Yeah. yeah um 
I, I've only used it a few times, but it's it's pretty neat. Oh, it's like have you like when you say like when you go to the little search bar on Twitter mm-hmm. and then you access them there, or are you saying you haven't made your own Twitter moment? I've made a couple of Twitter moments. Yeah, but you're just still kind of unfamiliar with the whole thing because I, I yeah. love those things. Like it, it has like super relevant information, mm-hmm. drops news and stuff. I want to read this thing right sure. here. Sure. I want to remind everyone, this episode of the Receive Podcast is brought to you by Boomerang. Boomerang is a new subscription video app offering timeless cartoons and new original animated series. If you need some cartoon catharsis, Boomerang's got anvils falling on Wiley Coyote's head, Tom endlessly chasing Jerry, and Scooby Snacks with the Mystery Inc. crew. You can find Boomerang on web, mobile, Apple TV, Amazon Fire, Roku, Chromecast. Uh, just visit boomerang.com rooster and use promo code rooster to start your free trial today. Go check it out. It's actually pretty cool. I, I've uh, looked into it even before they sent us. Uh, they were our sponsor. Exciting. It's do they, exciting. Do they have like Hanna Barbera? Who, who else do they have in there? Uh, let me right. look I'm up looking at it right now. Classic Sonic, cartoons. Wait. Right. Oh my god. That's syndicated from Cartoon Network. They have Powerpuff Girls. Oh, Uncle Grandpa. Okay. okay, go. They have Tom and Jerry, Looney Tunes, Mary Melody, Scooby Doo. I loved Tom and Jerry. Was like one of my favorite cartoons growing up. No, I love yeah. yeah Tom and Jerry and all the old Looney Tunes stuff. If they had yeah. Tiny Tunes, I would be all over that. <laughs> oh I my gosh, love Tiny, Tiny Tunes. Love Tiny Tunes. Yeah. I think I feel like I know most of the theme song. It's like weird how certain things like I. I there's a lot it. about my life I don't remember from yesterday, but there are certain things that you could remember just from like but, beginning at to the end. At the university, we'll earn our tune degree. Well, I think our teachers we're tiny, we're toony, we're all a little loony, and in this cartoony, we're, we're invading, invading your TV. TV. The scripts are rejected. Expect the unexpected. I think the censors in there. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, And then they're like, "Eh, at Acme University, we get our tune degree. Take it away, Gus. Our teachers have been getting less since 1933. Dude, I watched so much TV (laughs) when I was a kid. It was just so much like endless amounts of cartoons. Yeah. (laughs) You're really into that, Blaine. Okay. Wow. (laughs) Got to work off that enchilada he ate. Yeah. Oh, God. The the lunch was really good today. It was really good. Yeah. Those were some quality. Muy bien. Vivo is a pretty, you know, high high quality restaurant. It's one of the few places you can get puffy tacos in Austin. Yeah, which is weird. <laughs> What's a puffy taco? I know it's just it just sounds it's like so a vagina. Bad. Um, oh, not needed. Amaya's has like pseudo puffy tacos oh, yeah, that are really yeah. good. Those are my favorite. No, not, not I haven't been ever before. since they moved. Yeah, it's much better. Is it like a shell that's crunchy? Or it's like pseudo. It's like a like a puffed up corn tortilla. Oh, so it's like a like a. Pork rind kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. But not that crispy. Like it still has a little give to it. It's okay. Good. Oh. It's good. Oh, I want to try that. Shorter. That it's, good. It's, it's really good. I'm not hungry at all of it. Like I'm like, I could force one of those down <laughs> yeah. my stomach. Yeah, and they're right like now. covered in government cheese. It's the best. <laughs> so good. Government cheese. Mm-hmm. Some super processed bright orange cheese. So yeah, that's how you know it's real cheese. Hell it's yeah. When it's bright orange like that. So <laughs> real cheese. We've been talking about natural disasters and being like super down and shit. Did you guys hear that North Korea launched another missile at Japan? And apparently like Japan was like, get to shelters. Yeah, just that just happened right before we came uh, on air like 30 minutes ago, maybe. Yeah. So yeah, apparently the missile flew over Japan. My fucking God. And where did it land? In the, In the sea. sea. Yeah. yeah, they uh, they were definitely warning inhabitants of that island to uh, to get mm. to shelter. What's the end game? The end game is, and then they've said this as well, you know, you just have to acknowledge what they say their goal is to not be fucked with. Um, I think the regime looks to other regimes elsewhere that have been removed and toppled because they didn't have nuclear weapons and nuclear power. Mm -hmm. So the idea is that by 
showing they do have nuclear weapons, by showing they have um, missiles that can take things certain places, then we won't fuck with them. The problem is the more they do it, the more antagonized we get. It's it's really easy for it to be a slippery slope. You don't know when, you know, to stop. And, you know, I think the moment that everybody is worrying about is when it becomes clear that they can strike Los Angeles. Yeah. That's when you could see a lot of movement. But you, I mean, you, you would have to have movement before that. You don't wait until they can hit you. Well, I think like when they feel like they're close or when they feel like we already, this is we're already pretty much there. I don't think like I don't think they believe I don't think they, they do. don't know if they have like the nukes working and they don't they, they know they don't have the uh, guidance. Yeah, they can't do it reliably. They it. They've right. been ha- doing a bunch of like there's been a bunch of a peak in seismic activity, though, which implies that they've had blasts. They just might be doing them underground or something. We'd be able to detect like a nuclear blast. Yeah. Yeah, Like we could detect that from space. Like I guarantee you there's like a thousand satellites and then I'm sure the CIA has a decent amount of spies as well. I mean, there was speculation that we had spies within their program sabotaging. So I I think it's everyone trying to do their best to slow things down before it gets to that point. But I mean, it's interesting because with the hurricane, you have all this news that kind of gets covered. There's something interesting that Tillerson said, who's I've been pleasantly surprised with, honestly, um, since he got the job. He has been trying to talk to North Korea previously and say, we're not trying to remove you from power. We need to chill. And just the other day said that the president of the United States does not speak for presidential and foreign policy. The fuck does that mean? Because, I mean, when he makes statements about we're going to blow you off of the face of the Mm -hmm. planet, it understandably antagonizes the North Korean regime. You can't take his words, literally. But he's he's the goddamn president. So it's like that is such a mixed message. Yeah, it's like we're getting close to a constitutional monarchy to where we have a leader that doesn't actually have any power. But he does. But he does. Yeah. Yeah. And, and traditionally, I mean, presidents do dictate foreign policy. So that's a really weird. That's really where they have make. all of their control. Right. Like they don't presidents can't really do much in domestic policy. I'm pretty relatively speaking. They said that, though, because yeah. like, don't worry about him. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, but how can you not? I mean, uh, John Oliver did a really great segment a couple weeks that, yeah. ago in North Korea. And I won't keep talking and blabbing, but his general <laughs> message was that there's so many funny things to isolate about him that make really great headlines and clickbait, but he's not dumb. What they're doing is really bad to their own people and what they're doing and stocking up on their weapons and putting out to the world is bad. The more we joke about him, the more we turn him into a cartoon and don't take him seriously because what he's doing is logical. Like the steps he's taking are logical. And if you don't take, you know, your enemies seriously, you're never going to be able to, you know, deal with them. You're never going to be able to face them. So, and I mean, this issue, it's not Trump's fault. It's not necessarily Obama's fault. It's not necessarily George W.'s fault. This is something that's been getting to this point for for years. I mean, it's like Truman's fault, man. It's like like over a 50 year old issue that's still going on. Yeah. I mean, my grandfather was in the Navy and he was in the Korean War and it's bad. Like we called the Korean War, but it was the Chinese American War. That war was the United States going to war against China, and there were North Koreans who fought. It was, for the most part, largely Chinese with Russian backing. Like, it's bad. It was really bad. And we know that going back to that just can't work. It can't be sustained. So then what do you do? 
And nobody has a good answer for that. And it's not because they're dumb. Well, it's also, I mean, the, the other problem you're dealing with here is the countries are in such close proximity that, like, yeah. Seoul is within artillery range of North Korea. And yeah. who was it? Was it Tillerson who said that um, there's no way we would attack until you figure out how you don't keep 10 million people from dying in the first 30 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, less less than 30 minutes, mm -hmm. you know, 10 minutes. I mean, just people think about missiles and nuclear weapons, just shelling, shelling, just a, shelling, a major you just destroy everything, yeah. you know, and uh, I, don't, I don't know, that's that's tough. And, and granted, everything we're saying, there's a thousand different ways to look at it, I'm not trying to call ourselves experts. I'm sure a lot of you might disagree. You know, people disagree with stuff. This is complicated. You, you just have to there's hope no, that, there's no right or wrong answer here. You just have to hope that cooler heads prevail. I mean, ultimately, yeah, like definitely. what you said is is the case, right? Like, they have nuclear weapons. North Korea has nuclear weapons, and they use well, they don't use them, but they test them and they use their missiles to show that they have power. Yeah. So that other people don't go in and invade them. Mm -hmm. They they have no incentive to provoke the fight because if they provoke the fight, they lose their seat of power. Right. Yeah. They just have to show that deterrent. To keep people away. I mean, they're banking on this idea. And again, I could be completely wrong, but I believe after World War II, Truman, a lot of the administration wanted to scale down the military, but with the idea that we have an air force and we could drop nukes on people. And there was a report that said, look, we can't. Like, there's no bright line for when you can drop a nuke and have it morally be accepted by the rest of the world when we're outside of this big world conflict. And that's why we haven't seen a nuke drop because it's, it was the phrase, a zero sum game. Hmm. There's like no, no winner. Winners. Yeah. There's hmm. no winner there. And I think he knows that. Mm -hmm. Like he knows that they can't drop I, a nuke on him. And we don't really need to because of all the other, you know, abilities we have. But it's it's bad. Like the only time we, we've obviously only dropped two nukes on on people, but those were atomic weapons. Those were it's like a single blast. We have. Um, hydrogen bombs now, thermonuclear bombs that are basically two bombs in one that can destroy so much more. Like this is, mm -hmm. there's no winner with with nuclear weapons. I want to say thanks to uh, at the small zero zero one on Twitter who corrected me. It was actually Steve Bannon who said there's no option that doesn't kill ten million people in Seoul. Huh? Yeah, not Tillerson. That's right. Yeah. And sorry, uh, I know a lot of people disagree. I'm sure I'm wrong about a lot of stuff. There's no, just be confident. <laughs> Even if you're wrong, just be confident. I think the big point that everybody needs to understand is there's no right or wrong answer. You can be right about something. You can be wrong about something else. Things are so complicated where you have to accept that there could be one small thing or one small thing you're wrong about, and that's okay. Your position's still good. We can't just come under this idea that if someone disagrees about one small thing, then we they're wrong and we're right, and yeah. we have to defend ourselves because there's not enough crosstalk right now within both sides, and that's what's inevitably going to push us I'll stop talking. Yeah. So I, all you North Korean viewers out there, please chime in. It's just, yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I saw, I read an interesting article a few days ago about how North Korea probably learned from Libya never to give up their nuclear weapons. Yeah, yeah, that must... Because uh, Libya had a nuclear program and stopped it, mm -hmm. and then ultimately you know, the, the government destabilized and Gaddafi got murdered by uh, rebels. Yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah I remember uh, there's, there's a few examples they went to. I guess Iraq's complicated because some people thought they had they had it, but uh, I mean, it's it's his, his point makes sense, and I would go watch that John Oliver episode, and it might be on YouTube. Yeah, they and usually he put runs them up through on it. He runs through it pretty, pretty thoroughly. <laughs> Someone on Twitter wrote, "Oh, politics." I really don't think there's a political discussion <laughs> at all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is just our doomsday talk. We're not talking yeah. about abortion policy here. Yeah, or even the fucking wall. 
you know, this is this is something. Yeah. Speaking of the wall, we are all yeah. on the same page here when it comes to war. Yo, Don't want it. No war. No nuclear weapons. So we can't talk about Game of Thrones. Yeah, too soon. Oh, no, it's can. the finale. I'm I'm not big on spoilers. I, I, I thought about doing something funny for this podcast. I was going to suggest to broadcast. We're not going to do this. I was going to suggest that we have a lower third that says spoiler that covered when we're talking Game of Thrones spoilers, and then we put the that graphic up, and then we don't talk about spoilers. We just try to like mimic weird uh, things so that people who put it on mute wonder what, what the fuck we're talking about, <laughs> like sucking a giant dick. Or, <laughs> yeah, I'm just having like the funny, funny pantomime. Right? Yep. Oh my god, that just made me nauseous. I think overall the season was fun, but I feel like they kind of lost their balls a little bit. Really? Yeah, I think the show got a little neutered, it's a little fan servicey and. How so? Well, well, there was definitely fan service. I'll give you that. Definitely. There was there was a little too much dialogue that was like wink or like yeah. cute yeah. stuff. Well, I, I read an interesting article about how they rushed too many of the reunions this mm. season. Like they're trying to cram in all these storylines they have to close out. Six and, episodes left now. Yeah, I'm I'm guessing the key was they knew where they had to be on episode one of the last season. That wasn't <clears> under <throat> negotiation, so it was just how do they get to that point? That's why you saw. People complained about it. I didn't think it was that big a deal. Uh, they would spoilers. cross. No, it's not. Okay. They would cross huge amounts of land very quickly. Oh, yeah. And I, it's I, like, I, I don't like need to see them going down the King's devices. Road for two episodes. Yeah. yeah. There were definitely. I commented on that in a few I mean, episodes. I'm like, what the hell? Well, like yeah. in season two, or season ever. one, Arya spins like half the season on the King's Road. Yeah. Oh, the entire yeah. season on the King's Road. It's just like, oh, I get it. So I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's an issue of you think they should have just kept with a, a tin. Yeah, I think a we'll, ten uh, episode season. We'll, well, we'll, we'll, let's let's save all the Game of Thrones talk for another time. All right. Fair Wait. Enough. So okay. So then, in the meantime, now that that's gone, and I feel like Westworld, they haven't even have they announced when that's coming they out. Said they, they released a the trailer. Said. Have you seen? I saw the yeah. trailer. It's a fucking dope trailer. Yeah, they were uh, so fast to tr- crank that out too. They probably only shot shots of the trailer. Seriously, like they mm. released a trailer after they'd been filming for what, like a week? Mm. Maybe it was something insanely. I'm just happy because the Hemsworth Sorry. brothers back. Like he saw him in the trailer and was like, that's all I need. That's all I no, need. Apparently he's, a, was he the military guy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently yeah. he's a really big character. Like they promoted him to well, like I feel like he's going yes, like, to like, he's gonna be like a replicant. Or like, is he? A Amy? replicant. Who knows? I don't You're care. getting your sci-fi cross. Yep. He's super, I, I, I enjoy that guy. <laughs> but then they also had uh, Dolores riding that cow, like the, the, the horse, just like so hot. She's just like, Jesus, oh, Blaine. Blaine. She's so cool. Can we see that again, but in slower motion? Let's see it. <laughs> See, that's the kind of pantomime I want during the spoiler thing. <laughs> Up here, just like <laughs> I'm super excited about that. But yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess Stranger Things is going to eventually come out. I, I hate that I've become the the very thing I did not want to become, which is like someone that just lives from TV show to TV mm-hmm. show. But I like hate the slump between like there's a rare like four week window in yeah. my life where I have nothing to watch. I just don't like media governing my level of in, like like enjoyment of life, you know? Where it's like, ah, I guess I gotta wait until next season. Mm-hmm. And there's like, mm. Well, there was yeah, almost you're... like too much... It, it sounds like a terrible problem to have, but I feel, there's, there are a few things that I watch, and I felt like a lot of it was on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm really <laughs> behind on Twin Peaks. I'm, I'm two, three weeks behind. I need to watch last night's Rick and Morty, but that's... I did. It was yeah, actually pretty good. Rick, yeah? Rick it, was, it was pretty good. Why do you say it like that? Are you uh, one of the season three haters? No, no, no. I thought there's one episode I didn't like from season three, like the Mad was Max the one. Pickle I didn't one? Think it was that, no, no, I love no, that was the season opener, wasn't it? No, no, no the season was... opener was the one that they played on April Fool's Day, which was a fucking phenomenal. It was, it was a great episode. So yeah. they have they didn't air that in the regular season. Uh, 
I, yeah, know, I don't know. they didn't. I, I still haven't seen it. I thought Dude. I thought that was the one that I. Oh, yeah. Okay, uh, so the one in the film Riggs? episode was the best. Have you, do you steal Team Ricks? Does that ring a bell? Okay, you haven't seen it. It's so fucking it's good. It's so dude. good. Yeah, it, it it revolves the story. The one line. with the the Szechuan sauce. You haven't seen that one? Yeah, no, I haven't seen it. Oh. So when it was when it was like on that loop on April Fool's Day, I was like, I I just need to, I want to watch it normally, and then I never did. Well, it's on their website. You can. Yeah, watch it I think it. it's it's one of their best episodes. I feel like. Yeah, okay. it's really strong. I thought Pickle Rick was great. But Pickle yeah, Rick was great. I think people yeah. are just like really shitting on it this year. No, no, no. There's been a lot of good episodes. The last week was the uh, where he was the a, Rick and. A, Rick and Jerry, <laughs> yeah, uh, adventure. And Rick, yeah. Or, yeah, oh, Rick, Rick and Jerry was dumb. episode. I haven't seen that one yet. That's where I need to catch. And then the one yesterday was really fucking good. Gosh, sweet! I'm yeah. Excited to watch it. I like the week before where um, Rick was the super villain, and it, like they go so far, and I don't know. Oh, if people they... feel like they cross the line of how ridiculously powerful Rick is. Like yeah. while he's drunk, he like puts all of these. <laughs> oh things right, together, right. it was like I'm Bond t- villain yeah. stuff together. I'm totally okay Morty with that. He was like. Cho- the chosen one that Rick was all proud of him and it turned out to be the little yeah. nub nub dude or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that Rick is like omnipotent. Like he's just such a funny fucking dude. I don't know. He has like enough personal flaws that I think for him to just be like insanely smart is is it's fine with me. Mm. Um yeah. But Yeah, but, it, well it's kind of one of those things you worry about being like, what is it, do ex machina? Deus. Deus ex machina. Mm-hmm. Do ex machina, <laughs> where you can resolve any you can resolve any problem in the plot by Rick just throw something together. Yeah. But so I, I mean I guess yeah. it just depends. But uh, it, I think it's it's a great season. Well, I think it's really fun. That's a show yeah. that I watch and I like. There's no stakes and that's fine. Like it's just like I don't need like oh is Rick gonna die this episode? Like you know they don't need to do that. But they yeah. still do have like that overarching story. Mm-hmm. Like Jerry and Beth still are like separated and yeah. living separately and like they're continuing some of that story which is weird to me that there is like this backdrop yeah i just they're, like whenever jerry's out alone and the wind blows and he just, <laughs> <laughs> <He's> like, huh <laughs> yeah that episode the show's fantastic if yeah. anybody doesn't watch it i highly recommend it it's really really funny you yeah, need think- to go back and watch the old episodes because i binge watched them while i was on maternity leave and i just like it's like a black hole of my life mm. i was getting zero sleep and my short-term memory was oh, i'm sure the show's yeah. better like that yeah i mean it was pretty i was like basically stoned so yeah it was very entertaining but i don't remember so much of the storyline and it is you know it kind of factors in but yeah worth a, no i watch. envy you <laughs> like there's so many times i wish i could forget shows just so i can go back and watch them for the first time yeah yeah but okay, so but is Stranger Things coming out in October? I think it's October. I'm so fucking stoked for that. Yeah, that that fucking trailer they put out at Comic Con was oh. so good. Oh my god! And that was like the perfect use of thriller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. I was trying to find that remix version of that song because like it's like it's slightly altered. Yeah, they're doing like the the Vincent Price voiceover part. Yeah, which was right? dope. And then they they like I think they like bumped up. Some of them, I don't know. It just sounded like a more dancier version. Mm-hmm. Nah, it's good. Yeah, it's fucking great. Uh, and also, I'm really excited about that other Netflix show that's coming out later this year, Bright. I don't know if you I haven't heard mm-hmm. anything about. Oh, that's, that's a movie. That's a, I think yeah, it's, it's a, a Netflix, Netflix movie. Sorry. Um, do you know what Shadowrun is? It's like a D and D type game. Okay, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bright looks like a like a Shadowrun movie. It's like cops in L.A., but there's also orcs and elves and magic. That's awesome. So it's like modern technology plus magic plus like D&D kind of races and dealing with like how does everyone get along. And... Did, I think it, it came with uh, 
it wasn't Overwatch. What was that game called where you play a super cop in the future? And there's like it was like one of the first games that really touted uh, destructible buildings. Crackdown. Crackdown. So I think with Crackdown, you got a free demo, or it might have been reverse of Shadowrun. The the, the did you ever play the Shadowrun video game yeah. on Xbox? Yeah. So that's the one we did 1-800 Magic Yeah, we, we yeah. did a series in it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Way to go, Blaine. Well, no, that was like, I don't fucking care. That was like, I got a job here anyways. I'm fine. I feel like that was like pre-Overwatch. I loved the shit out of that game, and I feel like it just, it just. Yeah, it's because it, it was it was online only. I mean, it was a, a $60 full retail game that you had to play via Xbox Live. But, I mean, that what a great precursor. Like, I feel like it was just so ahead of its time because, like, now you have nothing but those types of games. What destructible Oh, no, no, no. So it was the Shadowrun, and it was just basically, like, it was it, it was like Overwatch. Mm -hmm. You had different classes. They were all, like, mystical, crazy, like, different and unique. And I don't, I don't, I don't know why, but I, like, remember, fond, like, having really fond memories of that game. And I think, uh, like, it flopped. Yeah, it was well, fun. I think that there wasn't, in, like, there weren't, there wasn't enough map variety. There weren't enough classes. Like, it was, it was a little limited. I just, the demo was badass. Mm -hmm. Well, do you think the movie... So there's orcs, elves, and just other humans. humans. So do you think it's going to be like a really kind of obvious allegory to what's going on in the United States? Oh, I mean, they, like, they very clearly call out that Will... Have you seen the trailer? No. Like, Will right Smith's now. partner is the first orc police officer ever. Mm -hmm. And they're dealing with, like, racial prejudices between, like, all the different... All three races. Like, there's an Orcs Life Matter campaign? I don't know about that. I wouldn't go that far. But, like, yeah, everyone's, like, giving him shit because he's paired up with an orc. And, mm -hmm. like, I mean, they... I, it's not, I don't think it's allegorical at all. I think they're very in your face, uh, very direct about it. Yeah. Like oh, the, the, the cool. elves are like the 1%, like the super elite. The humans mm. are in the middle and the orcs are like and the very bottom. So it's Will Smith and then uh, the guy that plays the orc. The fuck's his name? He's in this dude uh, right here? Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Uh, what is his name? I couldn't tell you who that is. Joel Edgerton, yeah. I did not recognize that 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 was Joel Edgerton. He's like one of my favorite actors. What's he? And that name doesn't. Ring um, he was most recently. He was in that really dope horror movie. Uh, it comes at night. But he's like he's Tom Hardy's brother in Warrior, the the guy that the fighting movie, yeah. which is a really good movie. He's uh, shit. What else is Joel Edgerton in? I'll IMDb him. So was say. was that the orc, the guy who kind of had um, yeah. a bunch of just scales on his yeah. face? Gotcha. Okay, that looks way more normal than I was thinking. I was thinking like Shrek, <laughs> like some guy having to wear like a giant thing on his face. He like, was in uh, like Worf had to wear for Black Mass, The Gift, Exodus. Yeah, I haven't seen like any of these. Movies. Midnight Special was a fucking uh, dope Great, Gatsby. Great Gatsby. Yeah, Zero Dark Thirty. Oh yeah, he was a uh, Buchanan or whatever. Legends of the Guardians. I thought that was Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> in the unfortunate The Thing reboot. I think I should watch did, that again. Did you see Guardians of the Galaxy? The yeah. second one? Yeah. Did you like it? It was okay. Really? I thought the first one was a lot better. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. I thought it was amazing. I like, thought they I thought were like, on this one, they were like, last time we let James Gunn have some fun, you know, and we kind of kept him under wraps, but like we, you know, let him do his thing. And then this time they were like, let's just go full out James Gunn. And it was just like too much. Yeah. I mean, it was fine. I didn't like dislike it or anything. Mm -hmm. I just thought the first one was better. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I thought it was like the best bad guy that I've seen in a Marvel movie. Yeah. And I guess like I'm, it's I feel like if you the better bad guy you have, you know, the better more engaging story is gonna be and I'm a sucker like I'm a Too emotional and sensitive. So like at the end of it when then the funeral I was like, oh my god well, Spoiler alert. I don't come on. I'm like, okay So I love Marvel movies and like I went and saw spider-man like the Captain America movies I think are like pretty much damn near perfection. Who's the best bad guy? That's the thing and that was what I was getting to is like I feel like 
the bad guys in the Marvel Universe are all kind of lame. And I feel like I'm getting bored of the the movies overall because, like, there's no stakes. It's more about their struggle and less about who they're fighting. Well, it's just like the next one I, I, that I'm excited for is like, it's I guess because it's Thanos, I'm pretty sure people are going to die. And like, I don't give a shit unless I'm going to walk away from that movie. And like a, a character has died. Otherwise, talking like Infinity War. Huh? You're talking like Infinity War? Yeah, like I, it's, people are going to get killed in Infinity War. And I'm totally fine with that. Like, I feel like they need to have more stakes because right now it's like you go into it and it's like, oh, there's even, this end of the world scenario. Even in Civil it, War, like Rhodey is in that awful situation like oh i mean he's hurt but like he has robot he's, he's to live right like you know that like he's gonna they're gonna he's gonna recover yeah i think if they've already seen i've seen like concept art of him in the war machine outfit again so mm-hmm. it's like he's fine it's just like they don't kill people off i just want same thing with game of thrones i just want them to have the balls to kill somebody are there some storylines where tony stark can't walk outside of the suit I think he's talking about the movies, though. No, yeah. I'm trying to say, like, they could do the same thing except with War Machine, right? Like, because oh, it's, yeah. it's... But not he was too... already walking at the end of Civil War. I mean, oh, it yeah. was Learning, learning how to walk therapy. again. Yeah. yeah, he's fine. Yeah, I guess, like, with Civil War, if Iron Man and Captain America were more adversarial, kind of like how they were at that end fight, but earlier, I'd feel a little bit better about it, because the movie still didn't feel like it had an antagonist, and... The protagonist didn't feel like they became antagonists. Like, um, uh, did you guys like the second season of Walking Dead? No. Second season. Like That's where I was stopped that? watching it, where it's just like, oh, well, some other shit happened. Now we gotta go find no, this person. Farm. Oh, so yeah, there was no bad guys. Well, no, Shane became, like, you had a main character who was a friend, well, like a really good friend. By then. And Shane became the bad guy. He and Rick became complete antagonists to one another, and I thought it worked. Yeah. But I guess at Civil War, I just still felt like I just don't know who the Shane was. I mean, maybe maybe I'm I'm too simple I, I, that I need a bad guy. I liked Civil guy. War a lot. I thought Civil yeah. War was probably the same, the best one that they've done so far. Russo's no, I agree with great. that. Yeah. yeah, it's good. I yeah. but like I mean I saw Homecoming and I was just kind of like, this is fine. It was okay. Fun. Mike fine. Keaton was good. Um, they didn't give him a lot of work with with Vulture, but I thought it was good. Dude, Michael Keaton's he could do anything. He's the bomb. I love him. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, he just, like, doesn't do anything for a while and does one, like, really crazy movie, and then now he's, like, part. such hot shit. I, there was a bit where I think, like, Kimmel or somebody was like, yeah, Spider-Man's, like, my favorite. And he was like, what the fuck? And then he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I know you're, like, the uh, the Hawk Vulture guy, but he's like, no, I'm fucking Batman! <laughs> yeah. And he's, like, he's, like, acting like he's gonna leave the Birdman show. Birdman and Batman. Uh, so cool. Yeah, I'm a Beetlejuice guy. But, yeah. Beetlejuice, yeah, Beetlejuice is great. my favorite movie. Let me read this here. Uh, I want to remind everyone, this episode of the Receipt Podcast is also brought to you by 5-4. Looking good doesn't need to cost a fortune. 5-4 Clubs is revolutionizing the way men shop. Each month, they send you a curated box of two to three items that are handpicked to match the current season and your style. They've been helping men with fashion for over 15 years and ship to over 100,000 men every month. They know what they're doing, so if you don't, that's okay. 5-4 Club will help you build your wardrobe one month at a time because when you look good, you feel good. It's a fact of life. You get $120 worth of clothes for just $60 a month. You can pause or cancel anytime, no commitments. And as a 5-4 Club member, you also receive up to 50% off items in their online shop and access, and access to exclusive members-only items, free shipping, and size exchanges. Go to 54club.com right now. Enter promo code RTP. They'll give you 50% off your first month's package plus a free pair of sunglasses. It's 50% off your first package at 5-4 Club. You have to spell it out. F-I-V-E-F-O-U-R-Club.com. It's a, they wrote it there. Uh, promo code RTP. 
54club.com promo code RTP. Thank you, 54club. Um, uh, Patrick just sent me a link. I guess the that new It movie is getting really good early reviews. I, I've had to yeah. tell Alana to refer to it as Stephen King's It or It the movie because she'd be like, it's getting great reviews. And would be like, what are you talking about? And she'd be like, it. <laughs> oh, okay. Who's on first? I'm super fucking excited for that movie. Yeah. yeah one one thing I can't tell, I don't know if you guys better sense for it or if you've heard anything about it. The thing I liked about the TV movie was that the clown Pennywise was like psychologically terrifying. Mm-hmm. It's almost like if we're doing this podcast and Blaine, you see him here and he's fucking with you and yelling at you and none of us see him. You, you know, he busts like, you know, a balloon full of blood where, you know, gets everywhere. Is, is this movie, he's just kind of scarier? Like, he just kind of pops in and is like, you know... I think... Like it, a more, I don't know, traditional... I feel like they might be setting up like a like a series or something because it seems like, from what I've seen, they only have him following the kids, which is part of the story because he follows them as children and then as, like, young adults and then as adults or something? Yeah, right? it's a pretty long book. Right. Like, the first yeah. part of it is... So, I feel so like The he's, movie seems focused just on... The kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it's a period piece. So, I think it's just going to be like... Yeah, okay. unless they're intentionally just showing a very small portion of the Which movie would be in the fucking trailers. Great, right. that would be awesome. I'd be all down for that. I wonder if they're going to cover the kid game bang or not. Oh God, I forgot about that. Yeah, probably not. What is it? The I don't. I can't forget. I forget the name of the female character. She thought like a better way for them to calm down is if they were to share some kind of experience together. Oh. And this is my really, really bad explanation of her motivations. Steven, why? And so she has kind of sex with all of them. And it's in the book. And it's like one of those things that's crazy shit in books that aren't in the movie. Like, I think the monkey in Forrest Gump. And when he what? goes to space and crashes in India, they left that out of the movie. <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard about that. That's because that was uh, Apollo 13. That was a separate movie, Forrest Gump. You know that, no, no you know that book and movie, Let the Right One In? It was remade as an American movie called um, ah, Choose the Right One or something. I can't remember what it was called. Um, I, I saw the movie and then I read the book. And there was a scene in the book that was the most gruesome, fucked up thing I've ever read. And I was like, if this had been included in the movie, it would have been rated X, mm-hmm. hands down. Like, it's where this is like this like zombie dick that keeps coming back to life. And this kid has to like smush it. And it oh has this erection God. where it's like a pedophile's dick. It's just <laughs> the most fucked up thing. <laughs> it's like 15 pages of descriptive dick stuff. Like, <laughs> I can't even say it. Dick stomping. That yeah. sounds like someone's fetish. Yeah. Was, yeah. Dick stomping. Oh, yeah. I've seen videos. No. <laughs> oh, Oof. who was it? There was somebody that I was talking to where they like had a friend or knew somebody or something that people would um, pay this person that they're friends with to come in high heels and stomp on their balls and dick with high heels on with their stilettos. It's the was easiest like, work ever. Like, right. I mean, gold mine. To each his own, man. But it's like, I don't. I would pay someone to not do that. That sounds, yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that an option? That sounds so painful that like I don't. I'm gonna. How <laughs> what if they just came to your house every day and you just had to like pay them for the go away? <laughs> are we gonna Are we gonna step on your balls today? No, no. Go. Go. Give me a milk money. That's what I thought. Yeah, that's just that's just extortion, right? Like yeah. real nice balls you got there. <laughs> It'd be a shame if someone stomped on them <laughs> with high heels. <laughs> yeah, it's like you start kind of resisting. They come the next day and like foot long heels. <laughs> <laughs> ah, oof, jeez, oof. 
foot long heels. That's, uh, that's difficult. Did you all see that? Uh, I was reading a story earlier today that this past weekend, this past weekend's box office was the worst one in 15 years. Really? Is it's, it because of it's the, the hurricane? It's the worst weekend since September 2001. Whoa. Whoa. 9-11. Right. It's like the worst weekend was, uh, it wasn't the weekend right after 9-11. It was the one after that. Wow. I mean, morale's pretty fucking low right like now. The, the, the top 12 movies this weekend combined did not break $50 million. What's in did the it, box office right now? The Assassin's top three, Bodyguard. Did anything open? Hitman's, bo- Hitman's Bodyguard, yeah, Annabelle 2, and Leap are the top three. I haven't even heard of any of those. Uh, Wind Rivers 4, Logan Lucky, Dunkirk. I mean... And Dunkirk's been there a while. I mean, yeah. Hitman's Bodyguard, according to my mom, who was like a, a great film critic, said she was great. She loved it. Do we know what um what opened last week? Uh, last week would have been the. I mean, you mean this past weekend? Yes. The only new movies I see on here are Leap, Birth of the Dragon. Oh, and the Mayweather McGregor fight is on here. Which oh, apparently yeah. was like a red letter day for um Fathom. Yeah, uh, I really it? enjoyed it. I watched two point six million dollars. Did you watch it? Yeah, it was good. Well, right. I think I think it's possible Meriwether kind of carried Meriwether, Mer- Floyd Meriwether, May- May- Mayweather against like McDonald's. Yeah, he might have yeah. carried him because I think a lot of people were weren't happy with the last fight Why, that he did. That it like, just wasn't good and before he retired. Manny, I think Manny Pacquiao. Um, so I think he carried a little bit longer than. Oh he yeah, was that's, he, like, is that the one that was like five minutes long? I don't remember Pacquiao. That but is fucked up, but that's, that's, that's cool to me, where it's like, he just gets in the ring and just beats a guy's ass in no time flat. Not if you paid $100 for it. That is... Well, that's why guys, I'm not a fucking dumbass, and I don't pay for it. you guys watch that fight? Yeah, I did. You did. It was good, yeah. What, I think the Connor, Connor, Connor showed a lot of heart. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did you pay, Brandon? Uh, no, I split it with a friend. I, I went to a sports bar, and I was like, "Can you guys show him the fight? They're like, no. I'm like, what? They're like, no, we don't show the fight. I'm like, you're a sports bar. Why do you exist? It's the transmission fee the retransmission fee that they have to pay well they yeah just, they'd have to charge i mean i, I wouldn't have to no, pay a hundred dollars they but. can't charge people if they're showing it no, they they can but then they have to pay a licensing fee for that okay. and the licensing fee is a lot of money so they have to make sure that they're going to meet a certain number of people charging them a certain price in order I, to make their um, money back i i, mean, I, I watched some irish dudes commentating on it live on youtube i didn't see any of the fight just watching these guys and updating twitter every now and then between that and going in and playing rainbow six siege <laughs> i'm so glad i didn't spend what what was a hundred bucks mm-hmm. fuck that i don't know it was good it was entertaining yeah, you know, I didn't. I, see it every day I did and, not want to give any more money to Floyd Mayweather. So, I mean, I was curious yeah. about the fight, but I did not. I did I, not yeah. purchase it. Well, I think he's guaranteed a hundred million, but he's. They say he's going to make more because he gets a percentage. Mm-hmm. They think he got two fifty last time, and they think it's going to be more than that. See, and that's so why. And more. like, if you tuned into it, like, whatever. If your hobby's fighting, that's great. But like, I didn't want to support it because they've been doing some gross shit to to promote the fight, like what? And building up all the hype. Well, like. McDonald's started, you know, bringing back Meriwether's, uh, you know, wife beating incident or, you know, like, like they started getting like into, he started like, uh, using that as like his like rallying cry. It's like, oh, this guy, you know, just like bringing attention to his domestic abuse stuff. Oh, which I had is no like, idea. Yeah. That's fucked up. I mean, they're both pieces of shit. McGregor yeah. talks yeah. a lot of shit. Mayweather's a piece of shit. Well, like so. apparently Mayweather, we keep calling him the wrong name because I'm going to fuck. Because <laughs> it's just, just going to drive the boxing fans insane. <laughs> and then they're going to box me. Uh, Mayweather uh, <laughs> hit, for his, million hit his girlfriend 
because he thought she was with some NBA player. So then McDonald's <laughs> wore that NBA player's jersey and just started talking it up. Yeah. And it's like, no one's thinking about the girlfriend that got beaten in this situation. It's like, what does she think about this? And then, you know, they use like racism and stuff like that. It's like, it's gross. Yeah, yeah that's fucked up. I didn't, I, I guess I didn't been paying enough attention. I knew they were talking shit, which is normal, but I had no idea it was something like that. Like yeah. Mike Tyson, at least he just talked about eating Children <laughs> and biting right. ears. And biting ears. Didn't Mike Tyson beat some women too? Yeah, he did. Yes. But I don't think he ever like bragged about it or brought it he, up. On the he did it. He just didn't. He wasn't <laughs> a braggart about it. What, what I'm saying is Be, like correct exploiting yourself. that, exploiting <laughs> that to promote the fight. Uh, he was I'm not, not saying, found guilty for bragging. He was. Only I think he was convicted of rape. I believe. Oh, yeah, that's and, what it was. Yeah, yep. thrown yep. in jail. That's not great. Yeah, that's not great. Something about boxers. They're is little... George Foreman the only like wholesome family man? infomercial boxer uh, well I mean Lennox Lewis Muhammad Ali was like was a piece of shit because he like you know was like you talking. know talking shit all this time but I don't think he was a bad dude no, yeah, no that's part of so. boxing everybody does that yeah he's just a that's how you get people yeah. to watch the fight but like McDonald's was actually being a prick sure no that makes sense with what you, if you, what you're saying yeah. Yeah. did you see the picture of McGregor's son of, he's like this little baby. Oh, he yeah. has a little suit, yeah, like a little tie and everything. Oh, that yeah. suit was some, some nicer shades. than any suit I will ever own in my life. I guarantee Pretty cute. Pretty cute. I saw uh, on the front page of Reddit, someone posted, said McGregor versus Mayweather, and it was a picture of you and McGregor in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah, it was it was Yeah, it was really good. People on the internet are funny. Yeah. <laughs> There's uh, a little baby. Look at that guy. Someone was like, it looks like he's going <laughs> to... <laughs> break his dad's knees in the fourth if he doesn't throw it or something like people that. People on Twitter love your uh, Meriwether versus McDonald's <laughs> <laughs> comments. They're they're really into it. Uh, I just I can I can like people that like boxing are really into boxing. So for them to be listening to this, they're cheering her out. I think UFC too. People yeah, because really, yeah. I think they have like a uh, like a complex about not being taken seriously compared to boxing. Yeah. Well, that was kind of what this whole fight yeah. was. Right well, and, and, and it served that purpose, like a legitimized UFC, I think. Because, I mean, you know, Mer maybe Merriweather did kind of like stretch the whole thing out to make it more of a show. But like he held, you know, McDonald's held on <laughs> for a long time. Yeah, no, like, he showed heart. I think he looked good, even though he lost. Yeah, like more he than good. he had the right to be, like for his first professional match against like one of the greatest boxers probably ever. They're just so small. What like is farting noise? What? I don't care. They're small? Oh. Yeah. They're like, like, like they're like, I don't know if they're like cruiser weights, but they're like small middle weights. It's like 149 and 154 pounds, I think. Yeah. Apparently, like, they Welter. can gain like 15 pounds of weight after the weigh-in, but still, like, you, you imagine, you know, when you think of big boxing match, like heavyweights, like Tyson, Foreman, you know, at the end it was a little smaller, but still... These guys are just a little bit more compact. Yeah, they'd still kick my ass in an instant. McDonald's would just like make quick work of me, but still. With the diarrhea? There's, yeah. There's someone who joined Twitter over just, two years ago. Oh. They have one tweet. They just made it. Good, it's over. Too many opinions about Mayweather versus McGregor of people who have no clue about fighting. Try silence for a change. So shut up. Us? Everyone just yeah. be quiet. I agree with that, I suppose. They don't like us commentating on the Meriwether McDonald's fight? I guess not. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe they're more of a Burger King fan. Okay. Spoiler, we talk a lot about stuff that we don't have expertly researched. Man, AKA everything yeah. that we talk about. Yeah. I've just been feeding off shit comments lately. I don't know what it is, but it's just like I used to I used to <laughs> get, just go home, watch, and just jerk off. <laughs> well, I used to get really upset when I first started. I was just like, I these people don't even know me. <laughs> I'm a perfectly nice person, and they're just they're just they don't even know me. And then like after a while, I was just like, okay, I'm just gonna ignore them. 
whatever. They have their opinions. They don't know me. It's it's fine. Like if they met me in person, it'd be different. But now I'm just like, I look, I seek them out and I'm like, this person's a fucking idiot and they have no idea what they're talking about. And I like, I love the hate <laughs> and being the heel of Rooster Teeth. You just call it's, Muhammad Ali an asshole for being the heel. I'm not. Well, okay. Well, I, I, I'm not denying I'm an asshole. <laughs> yeah. It's just like people are like, it's, it's always one or two comments. Blaine is either way too, uh, proud and and uh like full of himself or blaine doesn't have enough confidence it's like if yeah. i'm one then they're gonna shit on me for the other and it's just, it's so fucking stupid i can't relate to that no one's ever said anything <laughs> mean about me Brandon, <laughs> it's, it's shit on it's, more than anybody yeah i don't know Brandon. what it is man yeah. i like having deuce, you on the podcast deuce, too. <laughs> deuce x fuel machine uh, I saw uh, uh, an article today that said that apparently, speaking of online comments, mm. that in China, as of October 1st, there will be no more anonymous comments online. That's great. Really? I love it. I fucking love it. That everyone has to register and you have to have your real identity tied to your uh, account if you want to make comments on That's awesome. Uh, wow. on stuff. Who, who is it that does, before you can comment on an article, you have to take a little quiz to oh, yeah. test your comprehension about of an article? what the article was about. Yeah, to make sure you read the whole thing Ooh. and actually understand. Like a Isn't that great? or something? That's yeah. great. Yeah. I forget yeah. who it was, but yeah, it was like well, some news website. Mm -hmm. I, I want to say it was in Europe somewhere. Probably. Say what you about YouTube comments. Um, comments on news sites, especially like papers, local papers, mm -hmm. those are the worst. Yeah, I always they am like, why did I do this? everyone and everything. Yeah. It's rough. I mean, I'm sure reporters are, you know, it's not an easy job and it's no. kind of tough. Like us, I get it. Well, it fucking sucks, too, because, like, if you see this happen, you know, yeah, like, it's us, we get it. Rooster Teeth has been around this, like, we're, you know, we're used to the whole internet community and stuff like that. But, like, uh, the girl that played Ray in Force Awakens, uh, whatever her name was. Daisy. Daisy Ridley, mm -hmm. like, deleted her Instagram because people were in, just shitting on her, on her picture comments and stuff like that. And she was actually engaging them because it's like she didn't know because right. she just you know exploded into fame in a matter of like weeks and uh yeah she like deleted her instagram because she yeah, just couldn't that's take rough. it leslie jones had a pretty rough yeah hers, time hers was a pretty oh, bad mother like she just didn't understand how the internet works and you feed the trolls they get bigger yeah did you guys ever watch uh or she's have bigle bigle yeah <laughs> she's a lot older than i thought leslie I found... jones oh yeah, yeah she's yeah. almost 50 she's I been think. around yeah. holy shit yeah I, did, I had no idea she looks good yeah she's uh 49 she turns 50 like in a week and a half bro Oh no idea! I thought she was like thirty. Yeah, that was it. Was really crazy. When I learned that the other day. Turn away from me when I'm picking shit. Well, here, let me read this while you do that. Then, <laughs> also, want to remind everyone that this episode of the podcast is also brought to you by MeUndies. You want to look good in your underwear and be comfortable, right? But that perfect balance is hard to find. Don't sacrifice style or comfort. Check out MeUndies.com and find the best pair of underwear in the world for the fellas. MeUndies diamond seam pouch cradles your jewels and gives you this, gives your stuff the support it needs without feeling too tight. Ladies will love the soft, eco-friendly fabric. It's so soft and touchable. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. They guarantee you will love your undies or your money back. Right now, MeUndies has an exclu exclusive offer. I always trip up on that one. Right now, MeUndies has an exclusive offer for our listeners. Get 20% off your first pair and free shipping. And MeUndies is so sure you'll love their underwear. They even offer 100% satisfaction guarantee. You order a pair, and if you don't love your first pair, you get a full refund. To get your 21st to get your 20% off free shipping and their 100% satisfaction guarantee and get the best and softest underwear you'll ever own, go to MeUndies.com slash Roosterteeth. That's MeUndies.com slash Roosterteeth. This is a limited time offer, so what are you waiting for? Start wearing the best underwear of your life. Uh, it's time to let MeUndies change your life. Go to MeUndies.com slash Roosterteeth right now. 
I'm two wearing things. right now. I love that line. I want to go home and be like, come on, baby, it's nice and soft to touch. Okay, real talk though. <laughs> MeUndies well, does this one thing. I don't think she wants a soft one. They no. mentioned it. They have the diamond shape on the crotch. Yeah. They got rid of that stupid freaking flap that no one uses because I never stick my my pee pee through that, has flap. that flap. I mine doesn't. I don't think. I don't know. They had this like diamond what pattern. Do you use? What do you mean? What, what style of underwear? Oh, like the the, the boxer briefs. The boxer briefs. That's right. Yeah. Might still have a flap. Uh, mine doesn't have a flap. I don't know. Yeah, Michael, Maybe it flap. does, but it's just like shaped differently. I, mean, I don't know. I, I, what, I haven't closely examined the last one I had. I, uh, it's in my laundry. It Maybe just got it does, washed. I but it. It, the way that this pattern is, moral of the story is Beyondies makes your junk look huge. <laughs> okay. It just makes it look huge. Order me 30. <laughs> I'm going to wear them all at the <laughs> same an, time. To, a, to an extent, Brandon. No. <laughs> so, literally. Do, do y'all ever dabble in the, the opening in the front of the underwear? No. From no. what I've seen, it like opens here and then opens here. And you have to like snake Yeah, you have to like sn- snake your it, dick through. Yeah, it looks very uncomfortable. It's, it's, it seems dangerous. Idea. Like if you like lose your grip, it's like a guillotine. It's like snap <laughs> yeah. on your dick. And then your pee's just going like, ah! Yeah. Yeah. No, don't I'm, do that. I'm not a fan. <laughs> you have to like blame it on the dog. Oh, the dog just came in here and just peed everywhere. I still <laughs> stand behind dabbing though. Not, I'm not even going to dab. You d- 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 little tap with yeah. some toilet paper? Yeah, I learned that from yeah. Venture Brothers. Oh, yeah. It's just a show that we both enjoy. It was in season one or two. There's like, oh, you got to dab. It's like, what? It's like, no, oh, you dab. So do you only, so do you use a urinal and then you go into the other stall and. Oh, no, I mean, th- I'll just shake it to death. But like, if I'm, you know, in my own bathroom, then I'll reach down and grab a piece of toilet paper and dab. Shake it to death. My brother used to say, shake it, don't break it, when he was like potty training. <laughs> <laughs> shake it, don't break it. It's funny. Um, I'll pee on the front of your shorts. So I, I, I mentioned the a uh, little earlier about how it was like the worst box office in 15 years uh, since like right after September 11th. Mm-hmm. And I, I meant to bring this up and I forgot. But did you all see that trailer for that 9-11 movie Another with one. Charlie Sheen, Whoopi Goldberg and Gina Gershon? Oh, my gosh. What no. year is it? it? I think it's coming out soon. Like it's coming soon. Oh. Jesus. That's uh, awful. Yeah, it's about people trapped in an elevator. Is it a comedy? Wait, is this no, 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 it's not a comedy. To VHS? I, I, I don't know. Let me see if I can find it again. Um, in the World Trade Center? Yeah, I think the movie's just called 9-11. I would not want to be trapped in an elevator with Charlie 9/11 Sheen. 9-11 trailer. Uh, oh, this this clip, this trailer's from a month ago. Came out in July. Gosh, that's rough, man. Buy tickets. All right, let's see. So Fandango, so I assume this is uh, theatrical. How oh awful. Oh, God. Uh, oh, it opened September 8th. <laughs> It has Good to. lord. Oh, and they have to do that timing. They better hope that it's amazing. And oh, that oh, it's touching. Oh, is in it. I think he's in Narcos or something. He's in, a lot he's of in stuff. everything with any like Latin American no, gangsters. Based on actual events, thank you. Yeah, it's, uh, oh. it's just really... Still really hard watching that. Really weird. And and, and it's, it's, it's weird to think that it's been, you know, 16 years since that happened now. Yeah, yeah it's mm-hmm. one of those things that yeah, everyone can still probably remember where they were mm-hmm. and the oh, experience yeah. of watching that. Uh, ABC has this really cool special where you can kind of watch their news coverage. So you see it unfold from like, you know, the first second and like that level of uncertainty. And I don't know, it's really powerful. Wait, is it like as it developed like live? Because I feel like you're watching like their footage, their anchors, their reporters. So it's, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of editing in it, but it's kind of like experience what it was like to be and maybe relive it like watching that stuff unfold because there's so much you know yeah. uncertainty it's like if you've watched a, the Walter Cronkite I think 
thing of the JFK shooting mm-hmm. and like talking to Dan Rather and stuff like you feel it, you know, it's 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 crazy. Mm-hmm. This is a downer podcast. I know. Sorry, I think it's the guys. fucking weather because I'm about to go to Seattle, but like I feel like I'm already in Seattle because the weather's just yeah. so great. I was in Seattle a couple weeks ago, and it, I mean, months ago. It was beautiful. It was all yeah. sunny. It was great. I like it's got a lot of trees. It, it's mm-hmm. uh, the weekend of PAX, like Labor Day weekend, it's normally pretty sunny and it's, it's, it's good weather. It's Labor Day weekend. Do we have off work for that? Yeah, We're Monday. off Monday. Fuck! Why didn't I book my plane accordingly, stupid ass? <laughs> Shit! Oh, you, I do this every Labor Day. Are you flying back on it's Sunday instead the of Monday? Monday? Yes, in September. You fucking right? idiot! It's all, yeah, it's always for packs. Oh, Blaine. Blaine! I'm so upset. That's that's a day I could have spent with. Uh, Change it. Yeah. It's worth it. It's cost well, money. It's worth it. That's what I said. If you uh, if you want something that's uh, not a downer and more of a an up thing, tell me, Gustavo. I saw this great Japanese prank video. Okay. Blaine's okay. really mad. Where this guy is told he has to go meet this woman and go on a date with her except you know and the guy's wearing a tuxedo except he's only wearing the front of the tuxedo <laughs> and he has to see how long he can go on this date with this woman without her realizing that he is has he no nude in the back it's like you can see his underwear okay and it's like it's all skin and underwear on the back so he can't turn his back to her but the twist that he doesn't know is that the woman knows that he has no back. Her dress has no back and she has to hide the fact she has no back on her dress from him so what's the end game the end game is she has to see how long she can go without, without revealing, and he doesn't know that he that this but is going dude, on. Is it a, is it a competition between the two of them? No, no, it's just a okay, competition for her. So, so, so like when they walk in the doors, none of them can turn their back on each other, so they're oh, both having really to like funny. look at each other and like <laughs> crab walk in sideways. Like uh, how is this that that same Japanese game show that they did? Like the guy didn't talk to his wife for like several years, and they were trying to figure out why. You, you know, it's the same. Is it the same channel? I, I don't know. God, it's not the same program, I don't think. Those guys are fucking amazing. They do this. There's this dudes that do like investigative journalism on trying to figure out like how to solve a problem through the most ridiculous comedic ways. Like there was like this one where a dog always attacked its male owner and they tried to figure out how to fix that. But uh, I don't know. Oh, here <laughs> they have a clip there actually. Oh my God. The woman has this. Like, this oh is my they, God. They cannot turn their backs to each other. Oh, this is so great. Anyway, you should absolutely watch this whole video. How long do they go on for? The video's not that long. It's like eight minutes, maybe. Oh my gosh! Wow, she's really poor people. Speaking of pranks, oh, did r- you say- real fast, before oh, you, you say your thing, uh, Patrick just sent me something. Who is it? This is from Twitter, I think. Uh, CDB03B says the triangle flap in underwear is to accommodate different size junk and to allow for expansion, not to pee out of. Mm. Oh, oh my god! It's Mind perfect. Blown. Holy! And it makes your junk look huge. All right, sorry. Oh Huge. Speaking of pranks, uh, did you see that Nathan for you is coming back? Did you see the trailer? I haven't seen the trailer yet. It's it looks pretty good. It's, it's coming back in September, right? I think so. God, that show. So, do any of you, do either of you guys watch no. it? I've watched like three episodes. They're fucking cringy. That show yeah. is amazing. Yeah. So uh, this season, it looks like it has this really funny storyline of um, you know that like Bill Gates impersonator yeah. that he uses a lot. <laughs> like they go into this whole story with him and this woman that he loved that disappeared, and they, they track her down like amidst doing all these pranks. It looks looks pretty good. They have this one. You, you should actually watch the show, Brandon. Yeah. This is the show that's right up your alley. Uh, one of the they're not all elaborate stage things like this, but one of my favorite ones is he wants to become a magician. <laughs> so he wants to become an escape artist. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So he wants to like le- learn how to get himself out of stuff. But he says that he wants to have real stakes. That like he has to have something dangerous in order to escape. So that 
he wants to be locked tied up, and if he can't escape within a certain amount of time, he wants someone to pull his pants down in he front of. He sets up a robot mechanical well, arm. He gets there, oh. but he wants someone to pull his pants down in front of children. Oh that, my god! Thereby exposing him, and then we have a police officer there that will arrest him for indecent exposure. But he learns that if another person pulls his pants down, that person will get in trouble too. So he builds a robotic arm oh with a timer god. to pull his pants down if he can't get out of this trap in time. So he has like all these kids come. He's got a police officer there, oh <laughs> and he god. works to like try to get himself out of it do those uh, kids know what's happening or are they just sitting there I, I waiting it's amazing it it's so absolutely amazing what show. parents take their kids there so it's been like two or three years since this last season and i really thought he wouldn't come back because it's gotten to the point where people recognize him and they kind of pick up on his yeah. his antics but i think he kind of fell into this i think the greatest episode ever though was from last season it was the smokers allowed what? Oh, with it with the performance art. Yeah, yeah, what that happened? was pretty amazing. Like you can't smoke in bars in California. Uh -huh. The one exception is actors can smoke on stage when they're doing a performance. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so he set up a, he set up like two theater chairs in a bar and invited like theater critics down and said that everyone in the bar is a performer, so that smokers were allowed that night. So people come in to smoke, and he's like going up and down the street, like, "Hey, you want to smoke? Come into the bar. You're like, you can smoke in this bar." And then uh, the like the critics, like, "Oh yeah, I love your performance, like slice of life kind of thing." So he's like, "But was it really amazing?" So he like analyzes all the footage. Then he hires actors to recreate that night, what, <laughs> and uh, repeat that night for other <laughs> critics. <laughs> so like it becomes its own like theatrical production. So are the critics in the video? Yes. Yeah. In the part of the video? Yeah, it's it like shows adaptation shit. Yeah, and they like really thought it was serious. They're like, oh, wow, this was some really incredible commentary on blah. And it's like all these different storylines yeah. going on because it's all like just people talking in a bar and you know doing their normal shit. It's it's fucking phenomenal. It's yeah. absolutely crazy. I feel like I kind of <laughs> wonder what the writer's room is like for that kind of show where it's just like people just come up with the most stupidest ideas and they're just like, yeah, yeah. it's great, it's great. Yeah, I think there's just literally no dumb idea. I would love to sit on, on, on like that or a Rick and Morty writer's room meeting because like, well, we turn Rick into a pickle. It's like, what? Yeah. God, the pickle Rick one was incredible. It was so great. Yeah. yeah. He was like the controlling the cockroach with his tongue and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the way he set it up, just the challenge for himself and you're like, realistically, what the fuck? He's going to pick pickle. Like, this is obviously going to go to a place where he can't do anything and just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> this show's just, just really clever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, did you guys ever have the Guinness book, a world records book or watch a TV show? Yeah, mm -hmm. a couple of them. Did you ever go through them and you're just like, these are just the most ridiculous records ever. Like this has like to be longest people. longest running machinima series. Like longest running machinima series. Um, apparently people still are big fans of Guin the Guinness book. And there was a record that existed for most amount of robots simultaneously dancing. Oh God. And someone in China as what would happen, saw that and decided they wanted to break the record. So they put about a thousand robots dancing simultaneously in the same stage. Promising. Like line dancing or what? You'll see. Like, I think uh, we have it on the Apple TV. We still have that? Oh, do we not have it? Oh. Okay. You might well, I sent like, it over there. <laughs> oh, I thought I was so prepared. You might have thrown them for a loop. Okay, I think I see him pulling it up. They better do there you go. Marina. Oh, I thought they were so much bigger. Oh, that's, that's not Brandon, so cool. did you not watch your own video? I did. I saw the GIF and then it was like, go to YouTube. And I went to YouTube so I can better share and it. I didn't, didn't know it was a bigger it? thing. No, because I thought it was just them dancing. Get to the I didn't know. Dancing. We have too much perspective. Oh. Okay, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Let's pretend there's seven Yeah. <laughs> that's so great. Just cute. Not one of them fell. Idiots. They're all kind of in sync a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is great. 
But where are they going to take this? Like, how do you know there's not a command that's like, march, march, what, kill? What? what? Well, they're like a foot high. You're afraid about uh, like a robot uprising? I'm super afraid of robots in general. North Korea oh, will get us Like first. the guy who kicked that robot dog and the dog like redapted him. Oh, like, God, there was something that was about this where it's like, oh, shit, I can't remember. It was some funny com- like comic I saw where this sentient robot was like attacking human race because we like you know, threw a computer away. Are they making a jerk? Were they making jerk-off notions? Yeah, at one point, they were they're doing like this. They're like... <laughs> yeah. Jacking off two invisible ghosts? Yeah. Well, maybe that's how they're going to monetize it. <laughs> Would you get a hand job from a robot? Yeah. No. Have you seen that... Ro- you, you and I saw yeah. the, the robotic blowjob <laughs> video? I about it on the podcast. Okay. Where it's just like this discreet foldable blowjob head. Yeah. <laughs> How does Realistic that work? Filling How do you think it works, Brandon? It's like it looks it, like it's no, like. No, I mean you said it's a severed head that no, you just no, it's like up this into like, like a briefcase. It's like this folded up body. It looks like someone taking shelter oh. behind a dumpster, I, like wrapped in this like shawl. And oh. It just goes, oh, I guess so, like. Whoa! <laughs> oh, gift. No gift. The noise, the sound of that was disgusting. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, I mean, I could see it. See Brandon will bite. Oh no! No! <laughs> no. Oh. Looks like it's like attacking you or something. But the, oh, yeah, the actual, when you see its frame, it's the, the frame. least sexy thing ever. It's like oh. it's like corrugated metal. Oh Jesus! Yeah, that's why I wouldn't want a robot blowjobs. This is like you don't know if like a hand job. I get blowjob, but hand job. Or if like what, a, what no, because then if like a, a cog hand job is loose. disappointing. What's the difference? Like you say, blowjob, I get, but a hand job. What, what is that difference to you? Because like a blowjob, it's, it's, it's like all around it, and it could just like, you know, just cut into it. Yeah, and yank uh, it up. a fist could go current. Yeah, a yeah, robotic I'm fist just, could do the same thing. Yeah, I don't know. Then, it's you, just something you're, you're mentally about being pages stomping off. on it. Yeah, I mean, if your dick's ripped off, doesn't matter if it's ripped off or bit off. Uh, yeah, it's just one's worse than the other. But it's One's not, worth the risk, and the other is totally not. Like, you ever see that movie Teeth? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I guess it could just rip it off if it wanted to. I, like, I couldn't even do a flashlight because <clears throat> now we're not getting into a safety hazard. So much of it is just like, I just don't want to be. You don't want to accessorize your JOs that much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Because then it's like, that's, that's I, I have a bottle of lotion in my house. It's very clear what that bottle of lotion is for. Let me What's ask you this. I don't want to go be masturbating, rubbing my dick. Sure. For you, eh? is it, is the the experience, is it the passion the journey or the destination? It depends because I've actually gotten to this thing where I'm, <laughs> I'm actually trying to make more of an effort to masturbate more because I think it's healthy. <laughs> so like it's gotten between a mix of, oh, I'm going to treat myself right now or, oh, I need to maintain my body to where I like, it's just like a maintenance thing. No, but I'm saying like, what if you had like a little thing you could just like Prick, not the right word. Uh, poke, <laughs> not the right word. I don't know. Do something to where you just like immediately orgasm. Like you don't have to go like and a, like ejaculate. You know, no, you don't got it. Speaking of masturbation, my sure mom is it. calling me. Um, Blaine. That's what I'm saying. Is it the journey, like the my experience mom. of it, or is it just like the pop off? Well, uh, you could you could use masturbation as like a, a workout routine type thing. Is that the way you look at it? Yeah, it's like a, a thing that like. I could potentially make this. So you stand I up could, when you I do could it be and... better at. Uh, no, no, no. Like you can make yourself better at sex by oh. like getting to the point, getting to the point, and then stopping. And going, oh, you're into down, tantric down. masturbation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Blaine's into edging. Because like yeah, because I got I got one and oh, then I'm done. So bring you right to the point. Stop. 
No. So you just you don't mean physically exercising. You just mean do you ever do those but, um, kegels like kegels. For, kegels for guys? Yeah, every now and then. Are you doing it right now? Now I am. <laughs> <laughs> I remember during sex ed, I think I told us on the podcast, whenever we were learning about <laughs> Kegel exercises, I remember looking around the classroom and everybody's like. <laughs> <laughs> just like everyone is doing Kegel. There was a great thread on Reddit over the weekend that was like, what thing did you learn in sex ed that turned out to be completely and totally wrong? Hmm. And then like reading through those comments was like, wow, I can't believe like these are things that people were actually taught. Or was actually an example. Yeah. My favorite one was a, you cannot physically get an erection unless a member of the opposite sex is pregnant. What? Whoa. You wow. can. What? Unless they're present. Right. Right. You're not pregnant. Sorry. Uh, I, say pregnant? <laughs> I, pregnant. I don't know if you said pregnant. I heard. Pregnant. I might have said pregnant. Uh, or there was another one that was like, it's physically impossible to urinate with an erection. No, I've yeah. heard it's difficult though. It's difficult, but it's like a fun challenge. Yeah, that feels great. That's more of an angle issue. I never really yeah, had you... sex at. I had woman's body at. Like you're changing body, you're gonna start your period soon. So that's what I remember. You. No, we we had a sex ed class in Eagle Pass. It was taught by the coach. Uh, yeah, we didn't we didn't have that. I had I actually like I took a I I took a human psychology or a sexual psychology. I don't know what the fuck it was called. It was like psychology meets sex. And it was the best class I took at community college. And my professor was super fucking cool and extremely attractive. <laughs> it's just the best class. Uh, yeah, in our in our sex ed class in high school, every now and then, because it was the coach teaching. Uh, every Does that make it then, better we, we, or we'd worse? We'd have to read out loud from the book in oh class. God. And uh, this one girl had to read and she kept saying penis. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> And I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> okay, do all classes like, do that? Do you think the coach was just kind of into that? I don't know. But I, You know, we, we did. It was in health class. And I think we had like a week that was like sex. Oh, yeah. That's what <laughs> I had. Yeah. Yeah. It was like that. Yeah. Yeah. Sex week. Yeah. <laughs> Join us now. Uh, I found the best subreddit the other day. It's called Boots Too Big. I don't know if you've ever seen it where it's like if you see a naturally occurring sentence, that's like seven syllables. Eight syllables. Uh -huh. Then you finish it like it's a poem. It goes into like the cadence of roses are red, violets are blue. And so there was one that was like... Boots too big? Uh, boots too big, I think. Maybe shoes it. too... Uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, but it's... Someone was like, you know, roses are red, bad farts linger. And it was a picture of a sign on like a, a pad yeah. that was like... <laughs> Pen is, pen is broken, please use finger. But it, like the kerning was off on pen and is, and it just looked like it said penis broken. Yeah. <laughs> penis broken, please use finger. I'm I like, love... I'm still chuckling about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, whenever they upload... Is that a subreddit? Yes. Oh, fuck. Please hit me up with that. Yeah. Because it's I, it's whenever they have... Yeah. And then it ends with a picture. Yes. Yeah. Do you ever smash your penis? No. Okay. Like, what does that mean? On purpose or an accident? Accident. How, uh, what, accident? I think I, I have a couple times. Like if it comes, it just, it's like it out and then it just smashes it's the this if that makes against sense. another penis no against the butt oh it like comes oh. out too far and then you go to put it in and then it just smashes it and you're like, like on like the floor like in pain i'm pretty a penis where it was sad like a why yeah. yeah yeah no it's just like it's, it's, it's it wasn't scary. like and you, it could like seriously destroy it yeah you know i'm pretty your, break no. your dick like uh, like uh dennis rodman has stories like that really yeah where he's broken his dick Oh, if you have you ever watched man. that show on Vice uh, that dude called has, Party Legends, that dude has lived. He tells a couple of stories about having his dick broken. And he also, like I said, one of the times the hospital staff tried to extort him, they took pictures of his broken dick. Oh my god! <laughs> and they said that if you didn't pay them, that they were going to leak the pictures. He's like, hey, go ahead, leak it. I don't care. Oh, badass! That's great. Oh man, that's horrible. Maybe it's better for his career to do that. 
I mean, that's a cool headline. He's doing if fine. He did Rodney, yeah, he's like, in North Korea. Yeah. <laughs> One time I uh, fell off a bike and I got handlebar to my crotch and groin. Like, it didn't, there was no oh. penetration, but like, I got like basically a horrible contusion along the top of my mom's pubis. And it was so much pain. It was horrible. Do you guys remember those things that you'd throw in the pool? They were like little glow in the, not glow in the dark, but little oh, like submarines. neon cylinders. Mm -hmm. And you'd throw them and then they would sink to the bottom of the pool, but they'd be, you know, just kind of standing up. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it's kind of like. Yeah, they were weighted. like this, except way skinnier. And they had to take them off the market because kids were jumping in, like maybe like cannonballing oh, and getting like impaled with them. Jesus. Oh. Yeah, dude. That's was it choke the Chuck Palahniuk book where a guy yeah. likes to masturbate on the bottom of a pool and let the drain suck on his butthole and it <laughs> pulls out his intestine out his butt yeah <laughs> oh yeah there's a really gross term for that <laughs> what is it I'm not gonna share it. it's disgusting pink socking yeah oh yeah yeah that's a little different I suppose it's all bad <laughs> on the pink sock note I, I, I don't know <laughs> uh, all right. Well, this has been a fun note. podcast. I'm trying glad, to balance uh, things I'm out glad here. we ended on an up note after starting on a down note. It's a really sad podcast. It's not a, we're even. We talked about pink socking. All right. Thanks for watching, <laughs> right. everybody. We'll see you guys next Bye. time. Yo, what up? We're taking it back to 2003, where this shit all began. Rooster Teeth Podcast coming at you every Monday night. So get comfy and sit tight. Enjoy the clarity, enjoy the insanity, yeah.